Hello everyone, welcome to the Dollar Diaries. Today we have a special guest, Iman. Hi. So tell me about yourself like a little bit. Just a So I'm like a 22-year-old female, as you can see, and I've been working as a SOC analyst, which is security analyst for about like a year. And I live in Abu Dhabi, which is everyone says it's depressing. So how is your how do you like being a security analyst? It's like the job itself is like you know you work 24 hours because okay. it's in operations and you have to like you know you have to be on call some days and you have to stay up to date with like you know in like vulnerabilities patches and everything like that so okay what does your morning routine look like if you have such a busy schedule so there are times where i don't wake up in the morning and there are times that where you know i do have a proper routine so each day is like different but the regular day looks like me getting up sometimes exercising going on a walk <laughs> sometimes means rarely and then you know dressing up and going to work okay interesting so i would i would ask what is your biggest failure and like what have you learned from it my biggest failure would be my second job <laughs> i would say didn't like the work so much and didn't like the people that i was working with and i didn't know how to handle the situation yeah so obviously you've learned better now hopefully okay what was your second job it was in project management okay. i was you know an intern okay yeah you were just uh, testing the waters Yeah, actually I didn't okay. think I would be in project management okay. but then just stumbled upon me. So Well, then how did you get into IT? Well, I studied IT in Murdoch yeah. for about like 3 years mm-hmm. and I thought that, you know, I'd get into security that I majored in security. So, yeah, pro- doing project management was testing the waters, I would say. So if you could if you could give your 18-year-old self a financial advice what would it be So when I was 18 years old I didn't start earning I only earned when I was like 20 but as an 18-year-old I got like a lot of pocket money from my parents and I wasted it all like on friends on going out and you know just and I would just tell myself that not going out always mm-hmm. and like keeping some of it you know saved up for like bad days so i don't have to ask for extra pocket money okay. yeah that was the advice i would give so coming back to like you know saving up for the bad days if you could share like a personal experience where you needed money for like you know a safety net kind of a thing huh so this was happening when i was like still a student mm-hmm. and i wasn't earning it was like my first year you could say and i was getting like pocket money every week and you know my parents were like they would give me an amount and they'd be like this is for transport this is for like you know lunch mm-hmm. and they were and they were like you know you're like an adult you should like budget it out apparent like you know go accordingly and uh, me being the extrovert that i am just spent it all like you know going to a mall with my friends so and i needed to go back home so you know the metro tapping knoll card you need to like refill so i was like stuck in that situation and that was like the worst because i didn't want to ask anyone so i had to call my parents so yeah it's quite a common thing yeah. that happens yeah.
Did you did you eventually inculcate a saving habit? So when I got my first actual job, which is this one, the I got like a lot of advices from everyone. Okay, from my parents, from my coworkers, from like uncles in my building. Like everyone had like a different, like a different view on how you should you know look like how you should handle your money, and because of that. it i felt so overwhelmed by it because my parents they would say you know save or start a savings account open a savings account and then my coworkers was like don't save you know saving is for like poor people you you should invest you should start investing at this age in this market and then then the uncles are like forget investing just invest in national bonds or like you know don't so like there is so many you know opinions coming to me and i started earning at like i would say i started earning at 20 and i didn't know who to listen to and i didn't want to make that wrong decision because they would be like oh look at this person they have done this this like this person has done whatever and he's suffering because of this yeah. and because of that i didn't make any decision okay. so so yeah. like everybody was pitching in their opinion and basically giving their like basically they were inducing fear in you yeah like, they were yeah, inducing fear I in me and because you. of that fear i couldn't make or like i couldn't you know do something about it mm-hmm. like i event like the first thing i thought about is okay cuz i was living on my own as well so yeah. i had to pay rent and then water electricity yeah. and then there was a deposit thing like i didn't know any of these like i didn't even know how to write a checkbook at okay. that point okay. so when i was getting like you know my building and contract everything ready so i had to like figure most of these things out by myself because my parents were like you know you're you're going to be living on your own so might as well do this on your own so yeah like everything else like all these things were like really hard to figure out as you go and because of the fear i didn't do anything so yeah so what would your like approach be to financial planning like what's the road map how do you you know keep your expenses day to day and then save at the same time so the way i look at it now is so i have a different approach now like after you know earning for a year i decided that most like after all my you know expenses like the rent water electricity after that whatever money i have it will go straight into like half of it is going to go into like investing and that part is something that i want to like learn more about so what i'm doing is like trying to figure out what to do with this money trying to see what platforms that i can use like to invest for like beginners like me cuz i have no idea how money works in the real world i don't know anything about like stocks trades or like you know etfs and everything so that's my goal like to be more aware of it and the rest of the money i'll put in a savings accounts for like bad days because you can't put all your money in investing right sure. you need some money for like if you got into Everything. an accident yeah. yeah emergencies so yeah that's what i'm going to go on for the next year that's my goal okay that's interesting now if i had given you 10 million dollars on the spot how would you use them can you give it to me today <laughs> can we <laughs> but like how would you use them if i could give you if you could give me if i could i would so 
I wouldn't know what to do with that ten million dollars. So I would hire like a financial advisor. Smart. And I would tell him, listen, do whatever, like you know, make sure that there is like less risk and more profit. Okay. And he would do all the math and all the planning and everything. <laughs> like if that if that financial advisor is my friend, like you know, he would do it for free, you know. Mm. But like I'll make sure to pay someone to like handle the money for me like properly, professionally. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know that that's like the best way to think about it. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. So, speaking of lotteries, what would you and financial advisors? What what do you think your financial advisor would say? Would you would he tell you to sort of get the lottery in annuity, as in every year a certain certain amount, or in lump sum? What, what would what from your financial advisor's perspective? What what would he say? Put yourself in his shoes. Okay. So I think if it's lump sum, it's like all together. Yeah. I mean that sounds like you know very appealing. Yeah. And I mean who doesn't want all like more money all together? Yeah. Yeah. But if you get it like yearly mm-hmm. you'd like have like more control over what your expenses are and whatnot but at the same time if you have it all together you would like put your money exactly where you want it to be rather than waiting for another year to you know figure out what to do so if i was a financial advisor like i know the first thing that people are thinking about is if you get all the 10 million dollars because some of the tax thing mm-hmm. which it's not going to apply to me because i yeah. we don't pay tax here yeah. so at go with the lump sum amount and you know i would put my money in like different sectors like yeah. you know real estate or like gold like you know just expand my diversify b- yes the way that's the word <laughs> diversify <laughs> can you be my advisor <laughs> <laughs> i think abubakar would be a better advisor <laughs> i'll hire him yeah yeah, yeah that's no. what but you know what if what if he makes a decision like he puts money somewhere i don't know about it Fire him. Did you start investing? Not yet. Are are makes sense. Yeah. What, do you know any platforms you like that people recommend? Yeah. All right. Um, what are some? Swara was the one. Am okay. I saying it? Sarwa. <laughs> Sarwa. <laughs> Swara. <laughs> Swara. <laughs> Swara. Do you know the fun funny thing is somebody like one of my coworkers was like Swara or Sarwa something. Yeah. And he said it the wrong way, and yeah. I just remember it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's pretty cool, <laughs> because yeah. the first thing when you do when you download the app is yeah. they'll ask you how much do you earn, yeah. how much you know, how much are you willing to lose and whatnot, and then they yeah. tell you like you know what kind of an investor you are, like conservative. They, they ask you, do you know? Did, did you go through it? They ask you like, are you risk averse or? Yeah. So what would you consider yourself, risk averse or risk seeking? Of course, not risk-seeking. <laughs> Or, but you're young, though. Yes. Here's the thing. You know, people say that you're young. Yeah. But I don't think that that's like true because you have to like make the best in your twenties. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. A- and like everyone says that, oh, your twenties is you know the time of your life, and yeah. you have to like make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know what to have in breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like you're asking me to make the right decisions. I don't even know what to have. Yeah. for food yeah. like i can't make a like i i i'm going to be honest with you i'm i haven't started investing yet as okay. my money is just going straight to my you know bank account okay. and okay. that like you know 
pisses me off. Okay. Because I really don't know what to do. So you're like you're sort of agitated. Like yeah. There's no use to. There's you're not putting any use to the money. Yeah, okay. and this is the conversation that I have with my coworkers a lot because we're like. So there are some of my coworkers who are like my age, mm. and we talk about this all the time mm. because you know we earn like we, since we work in operations we earn like very decent, okay. and we just don't know what to do with our money. And every day at work, okay. I'm I'm gonna be very honest with you. Yeah. Every day at work, we're just like, what do we do with our money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do we go for property? Do we go for like gold? Mm-hmm. And even though like if you go with one or the other option, like you know we always pick point like okay. I see that there's a flaw in this one. I don't want to do this one. And you know everyone has their thing. So I don't know like you know. So do you have any like goals that you want to achieve regarding saving money? Goals for this year? Yeah. Actually my But like not even this year like the next 5 years. Next five what years. What is your aim with your money? Like, Good what do you want to do? I want to be rich, guys. <laughs> That's it. Don't I just want to be rich. I want to retire when I'm like 27. That's oh. my goal. I think it's like the Murdoch mindset. I want to be rich. <laughs> Our work has influenced you too much. <laughs> Wait, really? Everyone <laughs> no has happiness. This? No happiness. Just I want to be rich. <laughs> Everyone in Murdoch is like this. I mean, uh, how many uh, people have you interviewed? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Jamila's pretty well. Uh, <laughs> she, yeah. she wants to be rich first. <laughs> See, who doesn't want to be rich? Everybody wants to be rich, but contentment is also there, right? You want to be? Con- do you want to be content first, or do you want to be rich first? See, if I'm rich, I'll yeah. be content. Mm, okay. Yeah, it goes. Okay. It goes one way. It doesn't go both ways. Yeah, if you have money, hand. you're content. You think it goes hand in hand? See, uh, okay. Murdoch mindset. Okay. Okay. Murdoch mindset. <laughs> I'm Middlesex, so I wouldn't know. Oh my God, you guys are already rich. These guys are already. They don't. You guys don't have a say in this because you guys are already rich. Oh God. Yeah, spoiled brats. Sorry. I I got I went to Middlesex because I was shit. Like I, I didn't have any other choice. So unfortunately. Yeah, you yeah. say that. Yeah. yeah. All Middlesex people say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you have a choice next to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, I should have studied with you guys. At least I would have wanted to be rich, you know, first. And then I would have been like, rich. If I'm rich, I'd be content. I'd I'd have that. Exactly. You know? I'd have that mindset. See, I <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, by the way. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't know. That. I thought you were agreeing with me. I'm no, like, yeah. no, I don't no. agree with people. Oh, I'm disagreeable. Oh shit! Yeah. That's why you're so in Middlesex. I think contentment is different from being rich. How is it? I think contentment is sort of you have a goal in mind. And you're you're happy. You're you're see happy. Happiness is like there's an up, there's an up and a, a down, right? Happiness is basically an up. Contentment is middle ground, right? So how can you? It, the basic consensus is how rich is rich, you know? So mm-hmm. do you get do you get what I mean? Yeah. How rich is rich? If if you ask yourself how rich is rich, then you there would there wouldn't be contentment. Do you get what I mean? There would just be like it's a it's a constant cycle. You want to be richer and richer and richer. You haven't defined what rich is. Like, uh-huh. do you want to be the one percent? Do you want to be the top like zero point one percent? Like, did you know that one percent is top one percent globally is basically thirty two thousand U S dollars. So, would you consider yourself rich if you've like? sort of achieve that $32,000 because you're basically 
you're you're a, you're better than most people in the world. So, I mean, how would you define rich? Is my question. So the point that you brought about being content. Yeah. You're like it's something about achieving your goals. Yeah. How do you achieve your goals? You have to set you have to set your priorities first, right? Mm-hmm. When you set your priorities first, you know what your goals are. My my goal is to be one mentally stable, physically active, and financially independent. Once I have the, these three things set, I think I'll be content. So, fun fact: if you want to be physically fit, yeah. mentally healthy, yeah. and what was the third one again? Financially, financially independent. Yeah. In all those goals, there has like money involved in it. Hundred percent. But right? do you need to so, be rich for that? Exactly. So that's my question. <laughs> how how much is enough? Is is a simple question. How how rich is rich? Huh. So I would define how rich is rich is when I have money in my account, mm-hmm. where if I spend around like a hundred thousand dollars. It wouldn't even make a dent. Like I wouldn't even realize that. Oh, she is beyond oh. rich. <laughs> that, is yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is my goal. That is how rich I want to be. Okay. So that is my rich. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think my rich is like a little different. Mm-hmm. I will. I want to be, I guess, rich enough so that I can one quit my job for mm-hmm. and not have to be worried about work for right about like five years. I right. would say. Right. I think. Yeah, five years. Right. That's 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 how I'm gonna put it. At five yeah, years, yeah. and then enough money to like you know, buy a house. Right. Buy a car. I think yeah. I think right. I would consider that as rich. And buy a house and car, not based off of like any loans or any mortgage. Mm. I think that's my rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your rich? I think for me, like, I agree with you. Like that. Most of the things which sort of enrich your life, like physical physical health, financial stability, and mental health, basically involves you being financially independent. But I wouldn't consider being financially independent as rich. So for me, I like my main goal isn't I want to be rich, right? My main goal is I want to be, I want to have good relationships with everyone in my life, mm-hmm. right? I want to be healthy. I want to be happy, and yeah, I I never I never see even even if you ask me, would you ever what what's your what's what's the car you would always go for? You know, what's your dream car? I like I would probably choose Mercedes, a Porsche. But, oh, okay. Right, but that would only be—that's like a dream car. And I would always think: Is it better to have a Honda or a Toyota rather than a Porsche because of reliability, because of maintenance? Like, it's a. See, do you get what I mean? Like, I don't think I don't want it to be a headache. Basically, I don't want my life to be a headache. Right? I would. It, it's all. It's good to dream big. And I, that's what, if I were to have a car, I would have a Porsche. But my main, so, my main mode of transport would be probably a Honda or a Toyota. I've always, I've always said Even so. if you were rich, rich. Even if I was rich. But yeah. wouldn't you want to earn to the point where you could afford that and 100%. not have it like as a headache, like maintenance? Okay, fine. Take it to the garage, get it fixed, and then sure. 
Yeah. For sure, for sure. But that's what, you know, when you, for example, when I, when I say I want a Porsche, right? And I'm like, maintenance w- w- like would be a headache. Like, it's coming from a, like, a very... Lazy um, person? No, middle class perspective. But you're rich at that point, so... You can take care of the maintenance and everything. Yeah, but do you get my like mindset is to first be financially stable and then think about like okay, I want to maybe start a business, I want to do this. I maybe that that shows more of my attitude. Like I'm more risk averse. Ah. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Like being rich is everyone's dream. Mm-hmm. It's not only a Murdoch dream. <laughs> yeah. I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's everyone's dream, right? But it's middle be... six students' reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jabbing at me. <laughs> yeah, but it's just that because, like, I'll just give you my perspective because I've, we've, our, my family's been through ups and downs in terms of financial stability. My main aim is never to get rich, but just to be financially independent, financially stable, right? Being rich is just, sort of isn't is an add on yeah, yeah you're right add on and it's also it's also like a byproduct of your hard work so makes sense at the end of the day when i that's what i was thinking i will always reflected on this when i'm financially stable would i would i sort of take the risk to start a business or get rich and or would i would i be happy or would i be content Oh. being financially stable so the, I throw that question to you like would you ever take this risk once you're financially stable and financially independent you have money to sort of live off five years would you start a business what kind of what's your uh... I mean if I'm financially stable for five years and if I have like a good idea mm-hmm. that I'm really passionate about or like will work in the market yeah. then yeah sure why not yeah. like having money and then being a entrepreneur yeah that's like come on yeah who wouldn't want that yeah, yeah then yeah. i'll buy you a porsche and then i'll that's, it. <laughs> that's what i gotta be friends with you exactly yeah. and i'll be your like you have to handle my money so oh that's fine that's fine benefits i'll learn from above <laughs> we, we hire him yeah. no i gotta get the money <laughs> how about this how about this yeah. i start a business all right Okay. I'll be your financial. You advisor. can be the head of the, you know, okay. the finance department and make him do all the work. Okay, he'll be my posse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to work smart, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. not hard. Got it, got it, got it. Exactly. Yeah. Just make him work. He'll be my little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what is one piece of advice you would give somebody that's starting out to save money? So, if someone like me? Me. Oh, someone like you. Mm. I mean... Who has no background in saving, just spending. Just spending. That's like me also. Both of us. Both of us. I I would say save. So there is a rule that I've heard of, which is like 30, 20. uh, I forgot. I forgot what it was. But like the main, like, you know, focus on your main spending, which is like your, you know, utilitarian things, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, rent, this, that, and whatever. And then spend something on, you know, something that you need, which is like maybe like new shoes, bags, whatever. And then save that 10% for like goes into your saving account. So someone 
who's starting out, like let's say by the age of 20, 20 or 21, they started earning, they started putting some money in their account, like save for a year and do some research, you know, as to, I started doing this late, but like do some research as much as when you're saving as to what to do with that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be, if I had to do all of this again, I would do that and not wait for a year. Okay, so like, start, start early basically. Start earning and start researching, I would say. Yeah, or like, you know, hire someone, like your friend, <laughs> you <Yeah>. basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'll steal your money. Yeah. And also, <laughs> like, <laughs> like talking about this is also pretty good. Like, having friends, who, because I didn't know any of this. I was, like, very clueless. It only came to a point where, you know, people started asking me, what do you do with your money? Mm-hmm. And parents, call, you know, start calling me, like, you know, beta, what, you know, what are you doing with your life and whatnot. So uh, starting a conversation is also good, I would say. Sorry, starting a? Starting a conversation about, like, what do you do with your money? Like, how do you go about oh, it? Just ask. Yeah, 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 just asking, I guess. Because you can learn a lot more. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. I, think I, I feel like I spoke too much in the middle. Thanks for having me. And thank you guys for watching us. Until next time. Peace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because I have no idea what to ask now. <laughs> And I'm trying to tell you to put the mic down, not give it to me. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> so, wait, you were trying to tell me to put the mic down? Yeah. But I'm not loud. You were pretty loud. Pretty loud? He did the sign that you told me to do. He did this, that. but I thought that was go up. <laughs> You're oh. the one who made up the sign. <laughs> <laughs> You're so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.